Hello again, bosses. It's me, Andrea, the BU Boss, and welcome to another episode of the CEO Mindset Podcast. Here, I'm sharing experiences, expertise, and real-life examples of how knowing what you need to do and be your best is the foundation for constantly evolving and being open to failing forward. And we all know that it's in the failures where we find what we need to inform our next decision so that we can get that much closer to our success. Now, I'm excited you're here with me listening, and I look forward to reading all of your reviews and comments about this episode because, listen... Reviews are so helpful. They let people know how this podcast is, if it's something that they should be listening to. And then the comments and all of the other things that show the platforms that this podcast is on that you guys are interested in what I'm having to say is just going to be that much more helpful to getting me ranked and all of the things that just help this podcast. For those of you who do not know, I am a self-published podcast, so I don't have the big bucks, you know, funding me and providing me money to get stay on. I'm doing this because I love it. And hopefully that you are getting something from it. That is just what is warming my heart and making me continue. So we're going to dive in. So hopefully I haven't mentioned this too much to you here on the podcast. I know I've talked about it in other places, but hopefully you're not tired of it yet. But my father recently passed away and I've actually been forced into a role of leadership that I never really wanted to hold. Okay. (laughs) I know I say that I'm a leader and I, I pride myself in being the BU boss, but there are just some roles you just don't want to lead in and, and taking care of some loved ones um, passing and the home going and all that stuff is just not a role most people want. But anyway, it's one that I had. And the thing that I found is that when people pass away, strange things happen. Like people you've never seen before come from places you didn't even know they could. And emotions run high in an unexpected way. So during this time, I had to show up in a bit of an unfamiliar place, right? I had to show up in a way that was unfamiliar to me. Now, usually, if you've been an OG listener, you know that I'm pretty carefree, I'm easygoing with people. I typically even give people the benefit of the doubt and I do my absolute best not to rock the boat. I recently did my birth mapping, my birth sign or whatever. I am a Libra and basically that's what it said is that I do not like to rock the boat. So there you go, I am a Libra after all. Unfortunately, I had to abandon my easygoing personality and replace it with a little bit more of an authoritative one because with so many opinions flying around at the time of my father's passing and my father having given me such a clear directive about what he wanted when he passed, I had to, as the Penguins said uh, in Madagascar, I had to smile and wave, boys, (laughs) smile and wave, you know, because I had to do or I felt it necessary to do what my father asked me to do. And that went against what a lot of people wanted me to do based on tradition and what they were accustomed to. So my goal, despite the attitudes flying around me during this time, was to lead with intention and purpose. Now, leaders don't have the luxury of making everybody happy. They're asked, uh, they're actually tasked with getting a certain outcome and doing it as efficiently as possible. And if you haven't watched last week's video, head over there after you listen to this podcast, because I'm talking about five standard operating practices that all leaders have in common. And I think that you'll get even more from that video after you watch that than you, um, and it'll be a nice supplement, I guess is what I'm trying to say to this particular podcast. 
So in my opinion, having standard operating practices for your life is the key to minimizing the stress and overwhelm that life actually causes. And it's definitely how I was able to navigate my father's illness and then the subsequent funeral arrangements. So today, I wanted to talk about what it really means to lead with intention and purpose. And I've got four, three, sorry, three points that I want to make. And these points are what I use to navigate the last few months that I've been, you know, having to handle my father's arrangements and things like that. So if that is something that you want to tap into, then definitely keep listening. Welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and I'm so happy that you are joining me today. Subscribe if a CEO mindset is something you want to obtain and you want to find the intersection where your work and life coexist. The sky is the limit when you're clear about your value, consistent in the way you share said value, and you're upfront and honest about who you are while sharing it. There are so many examples to follow and learn from. Let's get into today's, shall we? So the first thing is to do the groundwork to prepare for leadership in the first place, because you can't like start being a leader and do it efficiently and effectively without having laid some sort of groundwork. And the main groundwork that I'm talking about is really knowing yourself. You need to know what motivates you, what annoys you, what inspires you, what triggers you, what makes you feel most valued and where you're most confident because you are going to be tested and you are going to be tried and you are going to be questioned. And so understanding what it is that makes you tick, knowing yourself and knowing how to sidestep some of those triggers, how to stay motivated when bad things happen and people are not being their nicest, how to manage the volume of your personality and not be so annoyed with people or just stay inspired and be able to stand on your value and be confident in what it is you're bringing to the table really does rely on you knowing yourself. Confidence in yourself is a characteristic that a lot of people talk about. That's really one of the, the biggest things that they talk about when they're talking about authenticity or trying new things. They say, you know, just be confident, you can do it. Or they might even say something like, just fake it till you make it, right? But I believe the better conversation to have instead of one about confidence when it comes to leadership and like leading with intention and purpose. I believe that the better conversation, right, is about personal certainty. So doing the work and knowing yourself to be certain about yourself. And basically the definition of that is knowing for sure or beyond a doubt that you know that you know about yourself, what you're bringing to the table. That makes for the quintessential leader of intention and purpose. And so first things first is to do the groundwork and prepare for the leadership role that you might ultimately have. So let me tell you a little story. Once I got the word that my father was in transition, I knew I had to return to my hometown and be there basically until the end. I got a one-way ticket. Up until this point though, my family had been helping me with his day-to-day, but there were a few assumptions and expectations that needed to be managed when I set foot in town, okay? So being the leader that I strive to be <laughs> on a daily basis, my first action was to, well, if you don't know this about me, I'm very, 
I try to like live by my faith and I, I seek God's wisdom before I do a lot of things. And so when I knew I had to go home and I knew that there were a lot of these assumptions and expectations that shouldn't be, I, I sat down and I prayed about it, right? I prayed about the approach that I needed to take and I really did ask for guidance because your girl can get a little amped at times and so I needed somebody to kind of rein me in. So I, I got it. I, I, I got myself together. So firstly, like I said, I knew my propensity to speak my mind and to let the chips fall where they may because, you know, my no is a no, right? So I knew I had to manage the volume of my personality prior to actually getting there. And I wanted to make sure that I was able to listen more than I spoke so that I could absorb the emotion, I had to be able to kind of absorb that emotion that would typically make me want to say something. Um, <laughs> so I, I absorbed it instead of giving those emotions life. And then ultimately, I could do what I intended to do. After I heard everybody's opinions and all those things, I was still able to listen effectively, efficiently. But I just did what I knew needed to be done. I knew what was motivating me, I knew what my value was, what I was bringing to the table, I knew where and who could potentially trigger me. So I avoided those landmines, right? That could derail me from my true purpose for being there in the first place. So my actions were actually validated by the many compliments that I received after the fact. Like you would not believe. I was so thankful for it because it just proved that my approach was the right approach that I asked for guidance. I asked for God to kind of guide my tongue, help me manage the volume of my personality. And instead of getting upset, because, you know, in the time of grief, people are, they're grieving and they say things that they, you know, may not be thinking about being not the right thing to say at the time. And so I really wanted to step into this leadership role with intention and purpose by guarding myself first and making sure that I had me on lock and that I knew what my certainties, my personal certainty was, what I was bringing to the table, my values and all of those things. And I knew how to um, recognize some of the triggers when they started approaching me. And I knew how to side swipe them and just kind of, you know, guard myself from the, the those particular triggers. And so if you find yourself in a situation like that, leading with intention is about knowing yourself first and knowing what you need to do and be your best because you're the only person you can control regardless of the circumstances and as leaders that's our that's our job is to you know be able to stay the course and like lead people in a direction um guide people show people the better example um which is our next um tip that I'm going to share with you. But yeah, as leaders, we don't have the luxury of getting down in the weeds and and dealing with the dramas on that level. We have to rise above the dramas and we have to have um, sort of those standard operating practices that I talked about. You should go look at the video. We have to have those in order to be the leader in those particular situations because emotions run high. Everyone is not meant to be a leader. And especially if you've been given a directive like I was from my father, those things needed to be carried out. And it took a strong person to be able to carry those things out, a strong leader, not necessarily a strong person, but a strong leader. Now, the second thing or the next thing that leading with intention and purpose means is, like I just said, being the example for others to follow. Now, as I said before, when I was being the leader there and I was like, I knew myself and I knew what I needed to do, 
I think I received those compliments because I wasn't reactive. I was proactive and responsive. And that is key. Instead of waiting for the problems, I prepared my reactions to them. Because you, you, I knew they were coming. I knew that there was going to be some pushback. I knew that people weren't going to necessarily appreciate my approach. But I had to guard myself and I had to prepare my reactions to them. So when I prayed and asked for guidance, I yielded myself to a more relaxed version of me. And I think my family was expecting regular Andrea, right? Though they know when they love me, they also know that I don't mince my words and that they never have to wonder what's on my mind because my face usually says it all. And they know that I'm going to give them the truth. And sometimes the truth doesn't feel that great. Um, but instead of showing up as that person, I was actually calm and I was attentive to what they had to say. So they felt heard. Um, I listened to their thoughts, but that didn't mean I had to do what they wanted though. Right. So since I knew myself and my purpose, I was able to listen, hear, communicate my appreciation for what they had done and what they were doing, but ultimately move forward with my own plans and do so without guilt. I did not feel any guilt at all that I was not actually giving them what they wanted, but instead I felt really good that I was um, proactive and I was responsive to what was going on around me. Now, I had this one cousin to say to me after um, what could have been a very heated argument with the hospice company, he was listening and he was like, wow, you handled that so well. And he went on to describe how he would have handled it. Um, and let me just say, it wasn't pretty what he <laughs> described he would have said and done. But I'd like to believe that I was an example to him in that moment on how to handle future situations that might come up in a similar way. That it's not necessarily about getting ugly and nasty. It's about being proactive and being responsive. And I and I said this earlier in another podcast, in another, uh, I don't know if it was a podcast or if it was a YouTube video, but I was talking about you know, you don't have to get nasty with people. I talked about, I think it was a, a reel that I did. And if I find it, if I, I'll link it in the show notes. But I talked about how, you know, you don't have to get upset with people. You approach it with information. Be informative. You don't have to be reactive and combative because people cannot argue with the truth. You know, they can be upset that the truth is the truth, but that's not your fault. The truth is the truth and you can't change it. So if you if you approach or you respond with information and facts, um, it's very difficult for people to get upset with you because you're stating facts. And if they do, then you know that has nothing to do with you because you're only telling the truth. Now, is there a time and a place? Yes. Is there a way? Absolutely. But the truth is still the truth, regardless of how you say it. So. Anyway, hopefully I was an example. So leaders are who others look to for direction. Some people like being given direction um, and they don't want to be leaders themselves, but they do want to feel confident in the person that's doing the directing. And one place where the leadership roles are sometimes questioned is in the church. And I bring this up because I have experience here and in my experience, People tend to use their ministry leadership role as a license to wield authority they wish they had in other places. And I've seen people with their heels dug in, honey. I mean, unwilling to budge on their ideas and or methods solely because in this particular space, in the church, in their ministry, they are the boss and they don't get to be the boss anywhere else. 
And so we have to be mindful of that. And as leaders, if you find that that is the case, you're not being a very good example. That's just not a good example. So when I ran up against this, I simply put my head down. I did the work and spoke with my actions. Again, giving the information just in a different way. I didn't have to say anything. I just showed them better than I could tell them. Now I have elders coming to me, asking me for help um, and using the very mess, the very methods that they were so adamantly against at the beginning. I do like right this very minute. I'm actually going to get on a call in just a second. So I've learned that being an example for others to follow speaks a whole lot louder than trying to argue a point. But how do you become the example? And that goes back to knowing yourself. And before I go any further with my last point, I just want to just remind you that my program, Project CEO, is about being the leader in your space, regardless of whether or not you are growing a business, whether you're climbing the corporate ladder, or you are a socialite or a stay-at-home mom or dad, and your goal is to lead your family in the best possible direction. It's important for you to know how to show up as yourself so that you recognize the things that you need to do and be your best. You know where your triggers are. You know what makes you excited, inspires you. You know what um, prevents you from getting to the goal because you're procrastinating. You you learn all those things when you do the work to understand yourself. So if you've not already, click on the link in the show notes to um, find out more about Project CEO. Get yourself on the wait list. We're going to start that program very soon. And I think that you would get so much from it. Um, I, I really honestly and truly do. My BU method is what I'm teaching inside this program. And I share some of it with you here on the podcast in more um, examples and real life settings and how it actually plays out. But when you have set the tone for yourself and you have set yourself up for success with these with my BU method, it will show up and show out in every area of your life and things become less stressful because you are doing what you know you need to do and be your best. And so if it doesn't work out, then you're like, hey, I did my best and I know that I showed up as my best. If it works out, then you know that your best was absolutely good enough and you don't even have to stress yourself out about it any further. But nonetheless, becoming the CEO of you, your own personal chief executive officer is going to be so helpful um, in anything that you do, really, no matter how you want to apply it. I can honestly and truly say that the people who have um, gone through the program have nothing but great things to say about it. And honestly, they're they're thinking of like they've they've made comments about how some of the things that I'm talking about seem so simple that they should have thought of them themselves. But you don't because of the way our culture is. And we show up as someone else because that's what we think we need to do to get the success or find the success that we're looking for. We think we need to show up in this life as someone else doing it their way. And we don't believe that our way is good enough. So that certainty that we should have, that personal certainty is not there. The confidence is a, it's built on a house of cards because we've been following someone else's model. But when you become the chief executive officer of yourself, you no longer have that. You are following your own lead, beating to your own drum and it becomes something that works for you and people admire and they want to have more of it. And it's really the the differentiating factor between you and the next person that does the exact same thing you do, because I don't care what you do for work, whether you're climbing the corporate ladder, whether you are building a business, someone else does exactly what you do, or someone else has the ability to do what you do. But 
the way you do it, the perspective you have on it, the passion you have for it, the experiences that have taught you how to do it, the influences that made it even something that you wanted to do, those are all unique things to you that no one else can touch. And so when you learn how to tap into those things, it just makes life so much easier. Now, I could go on and on about Project CEO. I will spare you and just say this, hit the show notes down below, go ahead and get your name on the wait list because you're not going to want to miss this. And I promise you, being on the wait list is much better than not being on the wait list, especially when it comes to actually purchasing the program. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Now, let's go into my final point, which is finally, leading with intention and purpose means staying one step ahead of those you lead. So if you're tired of hearing me mention my father, you're most certainly going to be tired of me talking about having a CEO mindset. It's the name of the podcast after all. Staying one step ahead of those you lead is a matter of constantly evolving and staying on top of your industry or your subject matter. It's just a matter of being in the know and knowing what is next. So you don't have to have all the answers. You just need to have more than the people following you. I think tapping into what makes you special, your superpower, that tapping into that is the way to do this. You are the sum, as I just mentioned, of your influence, experiences, perspectives, and passion. No one has the same combination as you. This makes you as unique as a snowflake or a fingerprint. The way you approach your evolution process is determined by your fingerprint, if you will. The way you look at life, people, and circumstances will be different from the way other people look at them. Use that difference to determine how and when you'll approach your need to evolve. So as I'm talking about leading with intention and purpose, I'm giving you the benefit of my experience. I've lived it. I've been there before. I've done it. I can give you examples and know what you are going to experience and give you advice on how to overcome it. The way you use it may not have anything to do with a death in the family, but it may be a stressful situation where people are testing your boundaries. Use what I've shared with you to navigate those waters and trust, trust me, <laughs> that the road has already been paved. I have paved it for you, honey. I've got the answers and I'm telling you that this is what I'm sharing with you is a great way to navigate this space. So you can trust it. You can trust me on this, okay? Use the tips that I've shared with you today to navigate these waters. So let's just review it one last time. I'm not gonna go into depth with them, but I do think that I, I do think it's, it's a good idea to share with you again, sort of the first thing, all the things that help with leading with intention and purpose and what it means. Okay. So the first one is you need to um, do the groundwork to prepare for leadership. And that's knowing yourself, having personal certainty. Next, next leading with intention and purpose means being the examples for others to follow. And then finally, Leading with intention and purpose means staying one step ahead of those that you are leading, okay? Remember, constantly evolving and being open to the failures is the CEO mindset because no one has the same combination of influence, experience, perspective, and passion as you. So you have an opportunity to recognize when you need to evolve and how you want to evolve so that you can stay one step ahead of those that you are leading. 
Okay. That does it. Very simple podcast today. I think that you are in for um, a whole new world when you adopt these ideas and thoughts around leading with intention and purpose. The idea of becoming the CEO of you, becoming your own personal chief executive officer is going to help you um, be a leader in every area of your life. Once you tap into your personal framework and you understand how to create those standard operating practices for yourself, you are going to more easily navigate the world around you, the different situations that arise, and you'll be able to handle them with a CEO mindset and it will be unique to you. And like me, you'll be able to walk into um, whatever situation you have, knowing what your value is, what you're bringing to the table and being able to um, be proactive and responsive, be informative and to attack your situation with facts. And therefore, you don't have to you know, get down in the weeds with the people who don't have the facts and with the things that are going on around you that could be more distracting if you operate with what you know about yourself um, and you can then lead with intention and purpose. Okay, for those of you who are new here, go ahead over to Instagram, follow me there because you can DM me, ask me questions, um, give me your thoughts on um, other subject matters that you might want me to apply personal branding to and I'll do that. You can also... Um, go over to my YouTube channel, which I do think you should do um, right now after you finish listening to this podcast, because as I mentioned earlier, I did a whole video on the five standard operating practices all leaders have in common. And I think that it will be very helpful to you, especially as a supplemental guide to this podcast. So go listen to that or go watch that. And don't forget to leave comments both there and here because I want to hear from you. And if you have not already, get on the wait list for the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm sorry, get on the wait list for um, Project CEO. Um, it's going to be very helpful as well in guiding you down a path that you can apply your leadership to anything confidently and certain about what it is you're bringing to the table. All right, that does it for me today. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to you coming back and seeing your comments and um, hearing what I have to say next week. Bye. That does it for today's episode of the CEO Mindset Podcast. Remember, this is the place to be to find the intersection between your personal life and your business life so that they coexist. It's also where you learn how to consistently evolve and be open to the failures that happen, be open to the opportunities, be open to the opportunity for change. Make sure you are subscribed. Leave your comments below about today's episode if you have any questions, comments, I want to hear all about them and I want to hear how you are using what you hear to grow your business, live the life you love and have that quality of life that we are all looking to achieve. All right, guys, don't forget to follow me over on Instagram, AF Patrick. Definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick Official. All the links that you need to continue following and being a part of the BU Boss Squad community is listed in the show notes along with any other links that I think might be amazing for this particular podcast. Remember, we are on all the podcast uh, platforms. So if you have not already, find us and subscribe. See you again next week.